brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that shares your values. More information is available at CharityMobile.com. We live in a pretty wild time in the church. You know, to be honest, back when I started this channel back in 2018, I thought I'd have a hard time finding things to cover in the news on a daily basis. That sadly has not been the case. As the cycles of the various synods really ramped up with the Pan-Amazon Synod, and the announcement of the Synod on Synodality before the ink had even dried on Francis's bizarre document that was the product of the Pan-Amazon Synod, things in the church kept getting worse and worse and worse. And it wasn't helped at all that, at that same time, the world went off the rails in a rather obvious way in 2020, likely as a consequence of the Pacamama debacle in Rome. Since the Synod on Synodality started in the German Synodal Way, which has been running simultaneously to the church-wide synod and is apparently not part of the wider synod, there's been no shortage of bad and weird news. And as it turns out, the modernists in Germany don't like being criticized by anyone, especially if the people doing the criticisms object to the synod that the German church is using to pretty much apostatize from Catholicism. The German bishops are a sensitive lot, that we should be nice to them, I guess, because apparently all this criticism is hurting their feelings. So sad. Maybe the criticisms would stop if they'd stop trying to destroy the faith. So from LifeSite News, we get this biting headline. Pro-James Martin ideology German bishop claims criticism of Synodal Way cannot be Catholic. I confess that by now these positions not only tire me, but downright infuriate me, said Bishop Peter Kolgraf of Mainz. Ah yes, they infuriate him receiving pushback from the faith when you try to push satanic ideas from the secular world into the faith infuriates him. Good. Honestly, I'm kind of glad, and I hope that I've contributed to that in some way. Hopefully this all helps wake Bishop Colgraf up to the road he's on. A wide road, not a narrow road. Now, LifeSite is quoting a statement that the bishop in question released on a German website, so we'll take a look at his original statement. So from his statement, which appeared on the website for the Diocese of Mainz, and the statement's in the form of a homily, we get this gem, quote, With regard to Germany, he, the bishop, referred to the reform of the Constitution that the bishops had recently passed. Some groups have clear answers to the questions of what constitutes being Catholic. Colgraf enumerated that they, that they established beliefs solely by whether someone was in a not, you know, evil relationship, rejected the ordination of women, or as a minister, made a clear distinction between clerics and lay people. You know, Catholic positions, and said, quote, I confess that these positions not only tire me now, but make me downright angry. I don't have the answers to all the questions, but what is Catholic identity? And all the polemical and critical comments, also on the topics of the synodal path, Christ does not appear as a friend, as a teacher, as a role model. That can't be Catholic. Catholic university doesn't mean that we establish classic, classic roles between the, the various varieties of the flesh. We divide church and world into above and below, right and wrong, sheep and shepherds. Catholic has to become a mark of quality again. Colgraf made it clear, the Catholic identity of an institution is no longer imposed on the way of life, and certainly no longer and the, on the relationship status of an individual employee. Rather, the institution must give an account of its content. What makes it Catholic? What identity it has in the community witness to the gospel? What demands can and should then be placed on the employees? He invited the Catholic University to deal with the question of what is, quote, Catholic in a good sense, Colgraf said. Of course, this includes the common faith, the invitation to celebrate the sacraments, 
solidarity with the universal church and its experiences, a common foundation of values, the question of God, and an interest in Jesus Christ and his model, and his life model. End quote. You know, I actually kind of agree with much of what he said. The church should be known for witnessing to and spreading the gospel in the community. What we disagree on is what is the gospel? What is the faith? What is required of the faithful? Or as what is required of her shepherds? Those massive differences are the crux of the problem. Also, I do really dislike referring to being Catholic as having a Catholic identity. In our day and age, that means being Catholic is a fluid thing, subject to change or complete abandonment, subject to the whims of the world, and can be completely different things from one day to the next. Catholicism, being Catholic, can never be such a thing. In a world where everything eventually changes, the Catholic faith is unchanging. It is adamantine. Developing, yes, the faith develops, but it is unchanging. The faith is forever until our Lord comes again. And turning into some kind of identity makes it fluid, temporal, and just another thing of the world. Such language should be rejected by any Catholic of any rank. You know, this all kind of reminds me in a weird way of the strange rumors coming from Rome that Traditionus Custodis was issued because, allegedly, Taylor Marshall's work exposing modernism and his role in the Pacamama mess, and the work of another unnamed but apparently famous Catholic YouTuber in America. My money is on that other Catholic commentator being Michael Matt at the Remnant, by the way. Not that I actually believe those rumors in the slightest. Rome likes to put out fake rumors all the time. I could make whole videos on them. But I'm sure you've heard the rumor I'm talking about now. Uh, Dr. Taylor Marshall had a recent video addressing the rumor. But Rorate Chaley, the blog run by an anonymous blogger that does a very solid job of talking about events in the church from a traditional perspective and teaching the faith in an orthodox and, dare I say it, Catholic way, reported on Twitter several days ago that Dr. Marshall and some other American, along with the Pac Mama debacle and Dr. Marshall's role in that, was apparently the cause of Francis issuing Traditionus Custodis. Yeah, okay. Their source is an unnamed source in Rome. Barate Celi has broken some news in the past before anyone else in the media, credit where it's due, definitely, and that definitely gives them some credibility on this. The problem is that it's well documented. The modernists want the end of the Latin Mass, and they have wanted it since the Morum Pontificum was issued by Benedict. They've been scheming for a way to end the Latin Mass since that time. But why the story out of Germany reminds me of the accusations about Dr. Marshall is this. That Rorate Chaley story happened as part of a larger discussion pushed by some that traditional Catholicism apparently needs to rebrand, that trads need to stop being mean and accept Vatican II, that trads need to surrender, essentially. And essentially what Bishop Colgraf is saying is the same thing as what those who come out against the traditionalist movement are saying from within or adjacent to the traditionalist movement, if you, you know, depending on how you look at things, they're saying this is the same thing. It's a question of what it means to be Catholic and a question of what it is we believe. One thing is for sure in all of this, in Germany it's not entirely clear what it is Catholics are expected to believe. Just when he thought Germany couldn't get any weirder, when the church in Germany just couldn't d dive off into the deep end any, any deeper, we get this related headline, which comes from the Catholic news agency Deutsch. Bishop Overbeck demands, demands separate legal status for animals and plants. So Overbeck is another modernist at the forefront of the German Synod that's just an organized movement for apostasy, for embracing the false gospel of the world. Overbeck is talking here about what I have to refer to as the thermometer and temperature problems, or the Laudato Si program of Francis, the care for the common home, his green program, if you will. 
Here, he, Bishop Overbeck, is rejecting the putting of human beings at the center of the discussion. Human beings and our needs have always been the focus of mainstream discussions about protecting and preserving creation. Bishop Overbeck wants legal status for plants and animals that will be impacted by legislation and will influence consumer behavior. Yes, plants too, not just animals. <laughs> at least with animals, it's not exactly a new idea, really. I mean, I read about this stuff like, you know, a decade ago in grad school, but adding in the rights of plants makes this all the more absurd. From that Catholic news agency Deutsch article, quote, Bishop of Essence, Franz Josef Overbeck, has called for a separate legal status for animals and plants. The discussion about burden sharing in, 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 in uh, temperature protection is about protecting human dignity. But here we also notice today that we humans are fellow creatures alongside the animals and plants that we have been using up to now, said Overbeck. Animals and plants must therefore be given a different legal status whereby consumers can exert influence when they buy sustainably produced food. The Bishop of Assen spoke on Thursday at an event on consumption and the thermometer temperature protection. Overbeck asked what would happen if the social market economy was not determined solely by profits and referred to conventional agriculture and energy intensive industry in the rural, in the rural area. Hope I pronounced that right, by the way, on which jobs and prosperity also depend. The Bishop of Essen also recalled the Catholic concept of subsidiarity, according to which the individual, the group, or the municipality should assume the greatest possible personal responsibility so that the community functions. The Diocese of Essen reported on Friday, end quote. This would apparently be accomplished, I guess, by adding in animals and plants to the community. Given that we don't typically eat members of the community, I'm at a bit of a loss for the logic that that Bishop Overbeck is trying to push here in, in his weird statement. But it does show the otherwise absurdity that the German Synodal Way has become. Once you reject the Catholic faith, either implicitly or, or overtly, everything is then on the table, including the rights of your lawn or gerbils. All that needed is a valid excuse to push for their inclusion in a discussion about rights and the care for our common home, to borrow a phrase from Francis and his encyclical Laudato Si, all that you really need is that, and all that is really an excuse in the church in our time for pretty much anything, really. I mean, really look at how often that's brought up and what it's used to push. Now, is Bishop Colgraf being annoyed by the pushback he's getting for trying to impose the James Martin sin or women's ordination on the church a good sign? Do you see the connection to rumors and perceptions about how to be a proper Catholic and that weird Taylor Marshall story that I frankly just don't believe? Is Bishop Overbeck in Germany just hilariously out of touch with reality? or it is a sign of further degradation in the church. Let me know what you thought of all this in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. Sharing this on social media helps a lot as well. We're almost to Christmas, folks. Make the, make the very best of this last week of Advent. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.